Welcome to Heart Sounds, where we explore the spiritual life with the aim of living well. I'm your host, Steve Harper. We're using the six basic questions that we were taught in English class or maybe somewhere else as the way of laying the groundwork for this podcast series. Those questions are who, what, when, where, why, and how. It's going to take us a while to even get through these questions before we branch out into other things. We've looked at two questions so far. What is the spiritual life and why is it important? Today I want to move to a third question. Who is the spiritual life for? The simple answer to the question is it's for everyone and everything. The simplicity of the answer can mislead us. It can make us think, well, if it's for everyone and everything, why even spend a session on it in this Heart Sounds podcast? The reason is that a lot of people don't look at the spiritual life as if it's for them. Oh, they will acknowledge that there's a spiritual life out there somewhere, but they could never really be spiritual. We've made the spiritual life too heroic, We've made it too complex. Uh, We've made it appear that only people who can run faster than speeding bullets and leap tall buildings in a single bound, only the saints, only the theological experts, only the clergy can ever really be spiritual. And we begin to imagine that if we lived a different life or if we'd lived in a different time or a different place, we could be spiritual, but can't be spiritual as I am and where I am and how I am. But you see, that's wrong, and that's why it's important for us to take time today to remember that the spiritual life is for everyone and for everything. That's who it's for. Let's look at this in these two dimensions. When we say that the spiritual life is for everyone, we're talking about the human dimension of reality. Some years ago, I decided that as I was reading the Bible, I would underline all of the universal passages in blue. The words, the the, the passages that have the words all or everybody or everyone or all the time or those kinds of words. Now I have a Bible full of blue underlinings because it's evident in the Old Testament, the apocryphal writings in the New Testament that This whole thing that we're broadly calling the spiritual life is for all. Paul said it specifically in Colossians 3.11, Christ is in all. All means all. There's no way to get around that. There's no way to exempt ourselves from that reality. Uh, Who is the spiritual life for? It's for you. It's for me. It's for everyone. Because we're made in the image of God, and in that image we have the capacity to relate to God and to relate to everyone and everything else. We have the capacity to respond to God and to respond to everyone and everything else. If you ever have the idea that the spiritual life is a mountain too high to climb or a river too deep to cross or an ocean too wide to swim in, you know, you're not looking at the spiritual life the way God intends for us to look at it. Instead, when we're looking at the real thing, 
when we're seeing the spiritual life in its true essence, we say, I want that. I am made for that. I had a conversation years ago with Richard Foster, and I said to him, Richard, when you're teaching, what's your goal? I was a teacher, and I just wondered what his teaching aim was. And he said, I want people to leave my presentations, my time with them, saying, I can do that. Remember the Aesop's fable where there was the fox and the grapes? There were grapes, but no matter how high and how often and how hard the fox jumped, never could reach the grapes. Unfortunately, that's the way some people look at the spiritual life. It's there, but it's too high for them to ever reach it. So I like what Richard Foster has to say. When I finish being with people talking about the spiritual life, I want them to say, I can do that. And that will feed into the deep hunger. I want to do that. And it will feed into the deeper hunger. I'm made to do that. I hope these Heart Sounds podcasts are creating that uh, image of the spiritual life for you. Uh, An image that lets you know the spiritual life is for you because it's for everyone. Now we move to the second dimension. The spiritual life is for everything. This is an evolving discovery for me, and and when we're finished with these basic questions uh, and the podcast begins to go in different directions, I may come back to this because it's fascinating and compelling, and it, it brings a depth of understanding of spirituality that's uh, comparatively new for me uh, in terms of my discoveries. Back to that phrase, Christ is in all, I'm finding that the all means all, not just human beings, but all sentient beings, to use the Dalai Lama's term. The covenant that God made in Genesis chapter 6 with, um, with Noah talks about it being for every living creature. Later on in the book of Job, we find this phrase, let the animals teach you. Let the animals teach you. Birds and fish, the earth itself, all things exude a spirituality and have a spirituality. I first came across this in St. Francis and Claire, brother, son, sister, moon, you know. That whole understanding of, of the spiritual life as pertaining to everything. I've since discovered it in Thomas Aquinas and Julian of Norwich and Meister Eckhart, John Wesley. In the contemporary, I find it in Elia Delio, Thomas Berry, Alan Watts, Richard Rohr. We could go on and on and on. And as I say, I may come back to this later because it's fascinating me right now. There's a word for it. It's called panentheism. Not pantheism, but panentheism. That is to say, God is in all things. There's a consciousness of God in all things. It's not a human consciousness. Humans think and ponder God in in a human way. But we know, for example, trees communicate with each other. We know that there's communication between animals. I'm learning from Matthew Fox's creation spirituality that nature is the first Bible and that everything God made was good and everything that God made had a capacity not only to be conscious of God, but to bear witness to God. And the Psalms say that. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the 
firmament shows his handiwork. So who is the spiritual life for? It's for everyone and everything. The God who made everyone and everything wants to relate to everyone and everything. And so the spiritual life is designed to attract everyone and everything. Now that's broad, that's deep, that's general, that's cosmic. So let's make it very plain at the end of this session. Who is the spiritual life for? It's for you. As this episode draws to a close, I want to thank you for listening. I hope what I've shared with you today has been um, helpful. I hope you'll become a regular listener to Heart Sounds. I hope you'll tell others about it so that they can be part of this journey as well. I'll be putting things on the Heart Sounds Facebook page today that will connect with what we've talked about in the podcast today. Be on the lookout for the next Heart Sounds episode. It's coming soon.